0: <clears throat> uh <coughs> oh, oh,
1: Welcome back to our podcast within a podcast, pottering around the battered crookshanks of Mangum Reads. We are three muggles who are learning not to trust Harry's mid to late book happiness. My name is Sarah. I am joined, as always, by my co host BJ and Spencer. How are you all doing?
0: Really feeling like Charlie Brown in the football and just, I think I literally said last chapter, you know, this has been great. I mean, this, they're just going to coast to the end of this book now. <laughs> everything's going, everything's working out then. And I apparently did not see the signs from that.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah, we're we're entering a pattern here, Spencer. Yeah.
0: Yep. you, you guys know point me. Point pattern book. recognition pattern recognition, not one of my top five skills. <laughs> but I'm trying to learn.
2: Fair enough.
1: Um so we are in Oh god, what chapter 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 are we in? Chapter twenty of um, Chapter
2: twenty.
1: There, yep. As Um The Dementor's Kiss, which is possibly the shortest of all chapters we have ever read. Um it will be interesting to see if that translates into a short episode or not. Um, we have some segments that we do here. We have a rapid-fire recap that will be, will be shorter than usual. Um, BJ has some wizard wheezes. Spencer has some newbies notes. We award house points. And then there are questions and
2: queries. Sounds good. Um, I have a prediction that, and, and a time limit <laughs> for you, and it is 1.45 because there's no way... I'm giving you two minutes on this chapter. All right,
1: you're going the low end of this one. Um, I think that I am going to. Oh God, I'm really nervous about this now. I think I'm going to bet my time, and I actually think I can do it in one minute and thirty seconds.
0: Okay, so okay, you're you're lowering your goal. Yes. All right.
1: Um, because this chapter is ten pages.
0: It is ridiculous. Okay. Uh, the Google stopwatch is ready to go. Oh.
1: Are we getting fancier or less fancy?
0: (laughs) Uh, Decidedly less appealing. I'm missing the tactile effect. Understood. But if you are ready, just let me know. Okay.
1: Our motley crew makes their way uh, back through the the Shrieking Shack and back to the tunnels to the Hogwarts grounds, Uh, Cruikshank's leading the way and Sirius not being particularly careful about what the comatose Snape is bumping into. Sirius Sirius awkwardly brings up being Harry's godfather and guardian, allowing Harry to leave the Dursleys, and Harry is thrilled, despite being convinced last chapter that Sirius was mad. Anyway, it's a good moment for both of them. Back up on the grounds though, it's a full moon and Lupin hasn't taken his potion. He changes into a werewolf and just like old times, Sirius turns into the black dog to keep him under control. In the chaos, Pettigrew has gotten hold of Lupin's wand and blasts Ron and Crookshanks. Harry expelliarmises him, but it's too late. Pettigrew is a rat again, slipping his chains and skittering off off through the night. Sirius is already bleeding from his battle with Lupin, but takes off to try to catch the rat. As Harry and Hermione try to figure out what to do about Ron, they hear Sirius yelping in pain and run off to try to find him. Down by the lakeshore, Sirius is a man again and the Dementors are descending on him. Harry is desperately desperately trying to cast... Expecto Patronum at a hundred Dementors and get Hermione who has not been trained to do it with him But the silvery mist he makes can only do so much as they move in on Sirius a Dementor starts to lower his hood A truly terrifying sight to perform the Dementor's kiss not only on Sirius but on Harry and Hermione as well The worst of all the visions hits Harry but out of the darkness He sees a galloping creature made of blinding light that drives the Dementors away for a brief moment Harry sits up to see a familiar figure across the lake before he passes out
0: Sarah, uh, you made it with a millisecond. Oh, boy.
1: Was I close to being under or over my time range?
0: Well, you had to be. You lowered your goal, you had to be under. You made it with 129.98. Uh, oh, excellent. I thought I was on the plus or minus three seconds. Well, okay, if you wanted to do that, you're great. Whatever. Either way, you got an extra five points. Thank
1: you. Um, with some extra details added in that did not need to be added in because this is I a, <laughs> a, um, I wouldn't call it a sparse chapter. Just a short one.
0: No, it, it, ha- what happened? A lot happens. Yes. But over not that many pages.
1: Um, and yeah. a lot of like sort of traumatic stuff. Yeah. So BJ, what are you wheezing about tonight?
2: So I, I don't have, um, uh, most of my entertaining wheezes this time. Um, <laughs> there wasn't anything in in the way of fun words and, you know, I'm tired of the, uh, punctuation counting. Um, and for the most part, the sentences were kind of reasonable. Um, I am kind of disappointed that this chapter exists and and how it does. Um, okay. We're here for you, BJ. Go on. It just feels like the laziest possible thing to be like, oh yes. And the werewolf is a werewolf problem because we need to have a problem right now.
1: But the werewolf had to be a werewolf problem because the werewolf was Chekhov's gun.
0: They have been foreshadowing the possible werewolf problem for a while, as well as Lupin forgetting or leaving behind his medication. That's happened like two or three times. So at
2: least we knew that was the case. I don't disagree. (laughs) I'm just saying that like, for this to have been a consummate problem that Lupin has and doesn't really take care of it, but is also like in the place that he should be, to deal with it anyway. It just, like, all seems like a, um, we are purposely going to give you all of the possible solutions to this problem and show you that no one takes any of these so we can then have the problem.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, yes. It has been a stressful evening, BJ.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Also, for some reason, they decide to immobilize the guy that's, kind of on their side and leave free the guy that's definitely not on their side. Also an interesting choice. I don't think I'm going to save this script for questions because I think the answer is because we have to have a plot happen in the book.
0: (laughs) There is a plan for Pettigrew in the future. Mm
2: -hmm. Um, Um, I
1: also, I do remember that in our last episode I wanted to bring something up about this scene um, that is different in the movies than it is in the books, which I think is is really interesting. And I can't mm-hmm. remember exactly, I should have gone back and watched this scene, I can't remember exactly if like Snape just at, at, wakes up at some point during these proceedings, um, or if they didn't immobilize him in the first place. I don't know exactly how he becomes awake. No, I'm sorry, they left him in the shrieking shack, I think. And he <laughs> comes back out after them just as just as Lupin is starting to turn into a werewolf so he is awake and cognizant for that and in the movie Snape in a, a very interesting and to our discussion in the last episode very uncharacteristic move immediately puts both Harry and Hermione behind him to protect them when he catches sight of huh. Lupin as werewolf interesting
2: mm-hmm. huh. so he's not always the snappiest
1: he's sometimes he is less snape than other times <laughs> but i did i know we're gonna watch the movies at some point but we were you know so down on snape rightfully so because he's awful um last episode and last chapter but i think that's such an interesting thing that the movies do that the book doesn't
2: yeah i wonder if it's sort of like when there's actual danger he's like all right well I'm i am the a teacher room. <laughs> and an adult yeah, yeah
0: our duties and obligations here and also if i get them behind me it makes me easier for me to kill my mortal enemy <laughs> i suppose there's also that possibility <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things of where that was probably his actual motivation but everyone just saw the heroic image because he didn't get to go through with it
2: yeah um and with that i will turn it over to newbie's notes in which i might share a little bit but spencer okay. what do you have for us uh, well,
0: before I get into the meat of the chapter, if you guys have your books in front of you, I really adore the little uh, st- starter chapter image, particularly, apparently, how they choose to depict uh, Sirius Black as still wearing his striped prisoner pajamas. Wait, what? What? Do you guys have the little Chapter 20 image there of Harry confronting the Dementors? Yes.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh.
0: I'm assuming that's Sirius Black down there at the bottom with still the striped prisoner pajamas uh, on. I think
2: it... that's supposed to be Hermione.
0: Is it? I Sirius is also down on the ground with him.
1: Yeah. And but, I, don't, I thought um, that he was like in the chapter. It seems like Harry is mostly protecting Sirius.
2: Okay, because like Hermione was like next Hermione. to him.
1: Okay, I,
2: and it, it, she passes it, it, out. It,
0: it lacks a face, so we can assume whatever we wish. There's not—it's not clear, but yeah, it could well be Hermione too.
1: But I, I do think that it is also kind of fair to assume that Sirius might still be in his striped prisoner uniform. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
2: it—the body, well. I have no idea how much care the artist takes, but the body does look about uh, Harry-sized. Right. Anyway, well, but that is entertaining. In terms of the, in terms I hope of the it meat. is that way. <laughs> uh,
0: this, we, we have reached another Things Fall Apart chapter. We get about two of these every Harry <laughs> Potter book. This, I'm willing to assume, is the last one. But it still amazes me how quickly things can go to shit in these books.
2: So it's like, we so- were... I actually have a quick question for you, Sarah, that, mm-hmm. that's pertinent to what Spencer was just bringing up. How do you okay. feel that Chinua Achibe would feel about these chapters?
1: <laughs> I, I believe that if a, a new edition um, of his masterwork were to come out now, he would include um, chapter 20 of book three of Harry Potter as a as a footnote <laughs> reference.
0: Mm. To see the American example of how this works, <laughs> see here. Or the English, I should say. Um, but it, it's just amazing. The last chapter, the, the characters were riding high. They were content that nothing more could go wrong for them. There was just this smug, overwhelming feeling of everything is great and will always be that is blasted to pieces in like three pages in this chapter. It, it's just... The way to hell in Harry Potter, the Harry Potter universe is paved by like a Rube Goldberg machine. Where it just takes one little event and just everything falls apart like a house of cards.
2: It's also very interesting that, um, most depictions that I imagine of werewolf changes occur over some amount of time. It's not just like a blip Mm -hmm. and I sort of wonder in the movie and the book definitely felt this way. Is it just like, is everybody just watching as this goes down and kind of being like, Oh no. This is a bad thing. We're just going to sit and stare at it because we can't do anything. Oh, yes. I do have a wand and I can cast magic. Oh, the time has passed. I mean, it's kind of like the... uh, There's sort of a joke about the the old Power Rangers. Like, do all the bad guys just, like, sit and wait while they spend, like, ten minutes doing their transformations?
0: It it is very rude to interrupt someone during their power-up sequence. But I... I'm, I'm I'm not picturing this as being like an American werewolf in, in London kind of thing uh, in terms of just the horrific delayed scale of the transformation. This seemed like it was quicker, but again, there is definitely an element of paralyzed shock that is going into the reaction from this.
1: They are so, also are kind of all, and in retrospect, this might have been kind of dumb, but they are all like manacled to each other.
0: Yeah, they are all tied together. There's an unclear wand situation of where it doesn't seem like they're all even armed because they're having to take other people's wands at certain moments mm-hmm. here they are not prepared for anything to happen right now and what 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 even makes all this worse is that uh there's a positive build up first before yes. things even just start to collapse we are at the highest of, of harry, highs oh yeah harry has the single greatest moment in his life as shown by the fact that it's the positive memory that he focuses on when he counters the dementors later on mm-hmm. is that i'm gonna finally be able to move out from the dursleys and live with my uncle this is curing the most underlying toxic malady in his existence. This is the completion of everything he'd ever hoped to be. Now he can have a perfect life. Now he never has to leave the wizarding world. Muscles have to worry about what the you know his outside school life is going to be. And it's, it's even great for Sirius, too. The chapter describes it as years lifting off his soul. And he's also getting to do this while simultaneously tormenting the unconscious Snape. So win-win for him. <laughs> And then we're reminded of the fact that a man who suffers from a recurring serious medical condition that causes him to be an imminent threat to others in a highly predictable and preventable fashion forgot to take his meds. And I'm pretty pissed at Lupin here, honestly. It's like, this is not news. You know you have this condition. You know you're a bit forgetful with your medication. Is there such a thing as a potion minder in the wizarding world, and can you keep it attached to your hip?
1: we need a lupin needs a room remem- Yes, all
0: yes
2: would be great i have a question probably for next chapter okay um about werewolfing and hermione and her okay. secret okay and if that gets weird
0: How... anyway hmm. okay. i hope i will remember okay. well you could Here's write it else. down bj do R- R- write that down uh, from here, we get, in very short order, a Hammer hammerhouse of horror monster fight between a werewolf and what is described as a wolf the size of a friggin' bear. We have magical combat where Ron takes a load of magic to the face. We get a jailbreak scene. We've, and then we've got the Dementor confrontation that we've been building up to the entire book with Harry desperately trying to keep his happiest and newest memory alive. And it's horrific! I mean, The descriptions of these things, of just... All joy collapsing of his friends falling around him it 's a very unpleasant scene that i 'm adore seeing depicted on the big on the big screen and then something happens and I know nothing more to describe it than that <laughs> <laughs> of where we have a bit of what appears to be a dusek knock a moment of where they knock a moment of where there appears to be a wizard in the distance who i'm guessing casts their own betrayss in glowing object of seemingly animal form like. The only description we get from Harry is that it's glowing or looks vaguely like a unicorn. He says something like that. Um, It intervenes in a way that scares the Dementors off. And then Harry says that in a frustrating way that it couldn't be and then passes out, which is a hell of a cliffhanger. It's monstrously frustrating, but I'd be lying if I didn't want to immediately devour the rest of the next chapter to find out what the hell is going on. But it doesn't give us in any, though it's an illuminating moment, it gives us new illumination as to what the hell is happening. Yes. It seems to be it's something that Harry, Harry may know or have a vague. In, sorry about the dog, <laughs>
2: hey a vaguing clinic.
0: <laughs> Holding off one second for the dog to come down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's fine. <sighs> he always. If anybody,
0: needs, if anybody needs to know, the doorbell has Um, <laughs> uh, But. I don't think we have enough pieces right now to know who the hell this is. It seemingly is another wizard. It seemingly is a wizard catching Patronus. Harry has a vague re- recollection of who they might be, and that's it. Other than it, it couldn't be. It's in some way impossible. I could speculate until the cows come home, but the simple answer is, I don't know, and I'm really curious to find out.
1: Well, and I will tell you that uh, Harry does a lot of speculating of his own at the beginning of the next chapter,
0: so... He may not know any better than I do. Gotcha. <laughs> But I think we should move on now to House Points. And um, I'm curious what you're going to say here. Well, I think
1: we have a clear winner. Um, if we take the total where people end up in the chapter. If we mm-hmm, had stopped mm-hmm. after the first, oh, half a page, we might have had a different one. Um, but, like, clearly, Peter Pettigrew, as Scabbers, has escaped. Valid um, point. So, now, who knows? He could be devoured by some animal in the forest before we ever see him again. But... At this moment, I think he's doing better than anyone else we encounter in this chapter.
0: The the man has gone from a near-death experience to being soon to be sent to Azkaban to entirely free and off on his own. Mm -hmm. That's a hell of an improvement in the course of two chapters.
1: Not bad. Not bad.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Loser.
2: Pick.
0: Hmm.
1: (laughs)
2: We serious. literally all Sirius. the other
1: options. Yeah. It has to be serious who went essentially went on exactly the opposite trajectory of Pettigrew, right. Mm-hmm. Um, went from guaranteed freedom, having a family again, um, being able to rejoin society in some sort of functioning manner to, um, battling with a werewolf and yep. at least within a hair's yeah. breadth of having his soul sucked out of him.
0: In- This is one of my first first questions, but Sirius is really screwed here, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, without Peter Peter Pettigrew, he has no proof of anything he was saying. Mm -hmm. He's just an outlaw again. Mm -hmm. That really sucks.
2: It's not great. It's not great, but, I mean, again, it's very interesting that the theme of Let's Not Talk to Dumbledore... (laughs)
0: dumbledore is on vacation for all he has been involved in this book so far
2: yeah instead of harry potter and the it should be no one talks to dumbledore and the
0: (laughs) chapter 47
2: (laughs) no one talks to dumbledore and the prisoner of azkaban Mm -hmm. um yeah it's it's just a funny like why do presumable adults not do sensible things um, and that'll be probably my ongoing question.
1: <laughs> well, it's, a, I don't, it, no answer
0: emerges from that question. Well, they do have their stated in book reasons in a lot of cases. Not, not the kids. The kids are just being kids. But Lupin, for example, has a reason. It's not a good reason. It's a reason very much more equivalent of a 13 year old rather than what should be a proper grown ass adult. But he has told us why he isn't taking Dumbledore into his confidence about some
2: of this stuff. hmm and i guess snape doesn't like dumbledore because snape is snape
1: <laughs> I, well uh, to be fair you... also like snape doesn't confide in anyone
0: yeah also to be to be fair based on pattern recognition and again not my strong suit but if you were snape would you trust going to dumbledore with anything anymore cuz the man quickly spins it against whatever you wanted to come about real qu- like real fast
2: that's true um anyway so we have our winner and loser Yes, Uh, so questions.
0: We've done my first question, so PJ, you got another one from here?
2: Um, I mean, I have loads of questions. Why are unicorns bright? (laughs) They're magically glowy. Is that what it is? I assumed it was because it
0: was a Patronus, but it's possible that it's probably just a glowy magical unicorn. We've seen those before. That's true. They do
1: exist in the forest, I suppose. Um, Although we have no evidence that Dementors are scared of them.
0: We, we, actually, truth or told, we only encountered a dead one before, but we heard from Hagrid that they are massively, magically powerful creatures, so we don't know what they could do.
1: Um, And I will say that our, like, unicorn at the end here is actually just a metaphor, or a simile, I'm sorry.
2: Right. It was as yeah. bright as a unicorn, and so that was kind of like a, so are unicorns particularly bright? And if so, why? Or is it just like very you know, unicorns are white, so they're a bright thing kind of deal.
1: I think it's a little bit of that, although we do find out in a Care of Magical Creatures class in a later book that um unicorn foals are apparently gold, not white. Interesting. Ah. I have no idea if there's any basis in like anything for that, but that's what that's what well, we're Well I told. have
2: an expert that I can ask.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Please do. Um but I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. I think that they're just white. They have silver blood, though. Maybe that reflects yep. things.
0: <laughs>
1: like the polar bear black skin through the white fur. Whatever, whatever.
0: <laughs> sure. <Yeah. laughs> let, let, let's go with that. Um, next question for me. Is that what Dementors really look like? Or is it just adopting the most horrific visage that it possibly can so as to just complete this painful moment?
1: Um, as far as we know, that's what they actually look like. Um I don't I don't believe they're shapeshifters like Bogarts are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's just kind of their deal.
0: Whoever thought these guys should have an official government position needs to be fired. <laughs> You've basically hired, you know. They're wraiths. They are friggin' wraiths. Mm-hmm. These are banshees that you have got recruited to do an important job of guarding prisoners. Soul-sucking that banshees, not be.
1: which is going yes. to be my punk rock band name when I get that to I get endorse
0: friend. this. Okay. Wonderfully done. Yeah.
2: And the best part is, somebody thought that it would be a really good idea to guard the school that <laughs> I... not,
1: not Dumbledore. They Dumbledore did. is on record.
0: Yeah. Don't put her saving his ass here that he thought it was a bad idea to expose soul sucking banshees to between ten and eighteen year olds.
2: Yeah. I I don't understand like why why this sort of went through. I assume somebody high enough up just was like, Oh, we're gonna do this and so everybody was just like, Okay, I guess this is gonna happen. Um mm-hmm. I mean it
1: it has to be just Fudge trying to save his ass because he's gotten so much bad press over a serious getting out in the first place.
2: Yeah, yeah, I guess that
0: makes it, sense. It, it strikes me as the equivalent of a president invading a small country during an election year, of where he's mm-hmm. going with the nuclear option so it's to look like he's doing something important and taking this seriously.
2: Yeah. Um, which leads me to my question um, What is the uh, internal and/or external structure of the Dementor Azkaban uh, protection squad? Like, is there a head Dementor that, you know, Fudge interfaces with? Hmm?
1: I. This is such an interesting question. I was thinking about this, too. I have no idea.
2: It's, yeah, It's it's
0: particularly interesting. It only seems to be he that interacts with them. Nobody else seems to talk with them or confront them or deal with them directly. I don't know why. But Fudge, on the other hand, seems to have their ear in some fashion.
1: Yeah, I mean, Dumbledore has had to talk to them occasionally while they've been doing things on the school grounds that he doesn't like. But other than that, I don't know. And, I mean, we, we encounter kind of Azkaban and... The Dementors again later in in the books, as you might imagine. I don't know that we get any evidence of like what their structure is because I was trying to figure out like, okay, so is it just the Dementors running Azkaban, or are there like prison wardens who are wizards, and right. how mm-hmm. do they deal with that? Like, what kind of hazard pay do you have to get to deal with that job? <sighs>
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Are, are they the guards or the guard dogs? I don't think it's made perfectly clear. Yeah, I don't.
2: And, I don't know. And like, are they separate? Is there essentially like a Dementor and they're just like a hive mind? Because they seem to like swarm Mm -hmm. as opposed to be like a, you know, singular creatures. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And I don't, we never see a, as far as I remember, we never see a Dementor by themselves. Like I, they seem to be more swarmy.
0: We do have one at the, in the very start of this book on the train.
1: Oh, that's true. Although I assumed that there were other ones going up and down other parts of the train, but you're, you're right. That uh, one happens yeah. to be on its own, at least for that moment.
0: But I very much agree with otherwise. They're combing the entire train. That was just the, the direction that one set mm-hmm. headed in. But mm-hmm. I, like, I like your, your, your description. They, in some ways, remind me almost more like a virus moving towards an object, just as an yeah. instinctive herd rather than actually their own living thing. Not
1: that
2: we're thinking about viruses much these days for any other no, reason. No,
0: there's no reason that's dominating my brain right now.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, and also viruses don't really move. <laughs> that, that was a very, in, that, that was probably one of the best metaphors because it was very evocative and completely weird. <laughs> and it,
1: <laughs> oh goodness.
0: Um, other questions? They have, they have momentum. They're fired out of a cell. <laughs> Counts. <laughs> okay, yes, uh, fair <laughs> enough. Um, okay. um, one one for me, um, I got, you know, working back on the virus metaphor, um, are Dementors instinctively drawn to their charges or was it purely just happenstance or I guess observation that led them in full mass to descend on this moment?
1: I think that they, I don't know how they know who their target is supposed to be um, because they don't really have eyes. <laughs> i don't know what their sensing capabilities are besides knowing when people are experiencing joy or happiness um but it does seem like they know who their target is now it is
2: sometimes harry
1: well it's uh, it's completely unclear and we get some discussion about this in the next chapter why the dementors also went after harry and hermione in this situation if their charge was specifically serious black who was there and it's mm-hmm. not like we're in the um, the Quidditch pitch situation again. We don't have, like, scads of people running around with high emotions. I mean, we do have a select few people running around with high emotions, but it, that shouldn't be, like, enough to draw hundreds of Dementors down on you.
0: It seems like the entirety of the population that was at the school is here on the grounds to grab serious right now.
1: Yeah, that that's certainly the impression that I get.
2: So, uh... If somebody pops a bunch of Xanax, can they just like wander by a Dementor?
1: This is, I think this is another one of those moments where it's like, we have, we have the technology to solve this.
2: Yeah.
0: So the trick, the trick is to just not give a shit, use, use chemical enhancement to just not be indifferent to the outside environment and the Dementors can't do anything. I think so. Oh, all right. I I think that sounds right. There is so many ways the muggle world could be helping the wizarding world right now. (laughs)
2: Uh, So, follow-up, is this one of the few times that Hermione is completely useless? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, to be fair, she wasn't supposed to know how to cast this spell. Um, But she is is very useless.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, I think this book in general, she's been uh, a little bit more on the back burner, which is understandable. But a little odd for for the uh, tripartite uh, group that we've had so far.
1: Well, we do have the longest chapter we have ever encountered coming up, called Hermione's Secret. So <laughs> perhaps, we'll perhaps get... we'll get some answers to that.
2: She'll take her turn in the limelight. Uh
1: huh.
0: Will Will we finally confirm how time travel works in this universe?
1: You know I can't answer that, Spencer.
2: I know you don't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think the answer is no, because we can never confirm how anything works in this universe, no matter how well it's laid out in any given chapter.
1: Yeah, that is the actual non-spoiler answer. (laughs) Whether we get information or not has nothing to do with whether we understand how something works.
0: It's entitled Hermione's Secret. They have to give me the full parameters of how it works now. It's the name of the chapter. Well. Uh, Do we have a... Leading into that, do we have any more questions to discuss here, or have we transitioned
2: now to our next chapter? I mean, it's hard to ask what many questions in a, in a ten Kindle page chapter.
0: Yeah.
1: At the end I mean, of the book, where you know that things will be revealed.
0: Yeah. Sarah, so your kind of sta- your kind of standard answer to your, our questions from here is just wait till the next chapter. Yeah, next or chapter. Just, we're, we're near the end. You'll find <laughs> out.
1: Yes, or you won't, and I couldn't tell you anyway. Like
0: those are your options. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, so, but we do only have two chapters left in this book.
0: Sarah, I'm going to have to double check the points, but I'm pretty sure that if you just don't lose any points for the next two, you have won the cup.
1: Okay, well, I'm pretty sure I'm going to need our resident Slytherin to be uh, generous on the time allotment for the next two chapters.
0: (laughs) You have 30 minutes, go.
2: (laughs) Maybe Um, we'll use a, uh... A little bit more of, of an hourglass than, than a Google-supported time-turner.
1: <laughs> so, all right, this has been fun, y'all.
2: It has. Yeah, as usual. Um, and next time, as we have sort of mentioned a couple of times, we'll be doing yes. Chapter 21, Hermione's Secret. And, Spencer, are you excited by the cover art? Uh, I haven't...
0: <laughs> is that? It appears to be an hourglass on a necklace. Is that literally how time travel works?
2: Spencer... You already got your answer to the question.
0: And I am still going to rage into the evening until I find out. And apparently from what you guys are telling me, I may not even find out after 20 chapters of taunting
2: previously. (sighs) Still looking forward to it, y'all. This is the cross that you have to bear.